Hello! Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. So today I wanted to talk about gut health and my own experience with gut health so far and where I'm at, what I've learned. Um, Yeah, so I'll just kind of get right into it. I'm also sorry if you can hear there's like a, a lawnmower in the background, but I feel like it's far enough away but I can slightly hear it but if you hear it that's what that is but yeah I'll go ahead and get on into it so basically um your girl here started having gut issues when I was uh 15 base yeah when I was 15 about no I think I'd already turned 16 at that point when my gut issues started and A lot of my, like, acne story is very related to my gut as well. So, there'll be, like, parts of that in this story as well. Um, But, again, I feel like I keep making you hold out for the Accutane and acne story. But, um, basically, for my acne, I was um, put on a bunch of different um, either birth controls or just oral pills that were supposed to help with acne um and then just different antibiotics and stuff like that and in the process of like trying out all these different like things for my acne um which looking back now at the at the moment when I was doing all these different pills like it it really wasn't that bad but I think when you, you first start having acne like any amount of acne feels like it's the end of the world so I was just on a lot of different things at different times, different creams and, you know, all the things. Um, and nothing was working. I feel like my skin was getting worse and it was affecting not even really my confidence too much at that point. I think my confidence was affected a lot more later, but basically I, um, I just done a lot of different rounds of pills and stuff like that. And I didn't know this until later on in my life, but um, antibiotics, hard um, drugs that are used to treat acne, um, oftentimes basically like mess up your gut and your gut, either your gut lining or your gut bacteria. And your gut has good bacteria and bad bacteria, but when you take antibiotics or something like that, it just, it gets rid of all the bacteria in general. So all that good bacteria that you get needed in order to tolerate certain foods is gone but I didn't know that for some reason doctors never thought to mention that to me that I needed to rebuild my gut um after being on such harsh drugs and then um yeah I went on Accutane and I did that for um I don't even remember at this point I think like nine months or so uh maybe a year I really can't remember but um yeah, I was just on that for a long time, and that's a really harsh drug in and of itself, and so I basically started, um, when I kind of went off, I went off the birth controls, the other oral pills, like, once I realized they weren't working, and that's when they started me on Accutane, and I was having a lot of, um, gut issues, and 
I was going in and out of like doctor's appointments. There were times where I wasn't going to school because I was in so much pain. Um, there was a few times where my dad um, or my family, I can't really remember at this point, but they had to um, bring me to the hospital because I was in so much pain. This was also the season of my life where I started passing out a lot more and passing out from pain um, within my stomach. And I've had stomach aches before. Like, I just knew something was very different. And I feel like when you have truly have, like, gut issues and it's not just, like, oh, food poisoning or, I don't know, I just ate something bad. Like, when it's truly a gut issue, like, you know something is really, like, wrong within your body and you just feel terrible most of the time and so that's how I was feeling I felt I was barely eating at that point and whatever I did ate really upset my stomach and yeah so I went to um doctor's appointments all the time um trying to get things figured out my mom was like so patient with me in like that process of like taking me where I needed to be because at the time I didn't have my driver's license even though I was 16 um not a whole nother thing but yeah I basically just really wanted an answer and I remember one time my it was like one time my parents had taken me to the hospital because like I was in pain and just telling them something was not right And they had me on an IV, and I just remember, like, I can picture it so clearly, like, the doctor guy or whatever he was walking in and asking me, like, are you stressed about anything or this or that? And me being like, no, I don't think so. I I don't know. And um, he was like, I think this is just anxiety. And the way he said it, he's like, just anxiety. I was like, well, one, at the time, so, like, I was, like, anxiety is not a real thing. I've never experienced that before. People who have depression, like, that's so fake. It's just an excuse. Like, I was in such denial that what I was experiencing was labeled as anxiety. And I was kind of upset with him, and I didn't want to hear anything more um, in that moment. And I remember, like, my parents and stuff, like, just kind of telling me okay it's like not gut issues it's just anxiety and I was like this is like something else isn't right though and so I went to my primary care and she told me that um anxiety and IBS can coexist and if you don't know what IBS is it's irritable bowel syndrome so basically you're you eat certain foods and it just does not sit well in your gut and you either have like There's different kinds. You can either have, like, constipation. um, You could either have diarrhea or you could have, like, a combo, like, all the time. And um, so, yeah, she basically explained that to me. And they had done a bunch of different, like, tests at that point of, like, is it Crohn's disease? Is it this or that? And had, I guess, ruled that out. Like, they told me I didn't have certain things. And so... She kind of just was like, well, like, you have IBS and and anxiety at that point. And I was like, oh, gosh. And I was on Accutane. And so, um, yeah, she was basically like, I want you to do this um, diet. It's called a low FODMAP diet. And FODMAP, low FODMAP foods are foods that genu- generally... 
um, most people can handle when they have really sensitive stomach issues and it's like easier for their body to process those foods. So, um, basically kind of like the rice diet where, um, rice, banana, what is that diet called? I can't remember. It's kind of like that, but a little bit more expansive and you basically just cut out a whole bunch of foods that inflame your body and then you slowly integrate them back into your life and see what your body has a great reaction to or a little reaction to and um yeah also at the time I mind you I was on Accutane which is already a really harsh drug and there's a lot of like side effects of like just not feeling your best and then I also had quit gymnastics I was a gymnast and I started doing cross country and running for anyone who doesn't know because I only recently learned this in the last few years but running is really hard on your gut and if you have gut issues they really don't recommend that you run um because it puts a lot of like stress on your body especially when you're trying to heal your gut and so at least that's what I've researched and learned and I really find that to be true um so basically like I was running almost every day doing intense training with cross country and like not really making things better for my gut and I could feel it like I just felt like something was off but I did that whole FODMAP diet and slowly integrated things in nothing really changed the only thing that did change was like I realized I was really sensitive to dairy all of a sudden um which was hard because I was that girl that would like drink like a glass of milk like with every meal like I don't know and I also cut that out just because they're like okay this could be affecting your acne and stuff like that so I was dairy free I tested for gluten and stuff like I was totally fine with that um yeah so I basically just adopted a dairy free lifestyle was on Accutane was a runner and um was dealing with anxiety and IBS And, like, I just felt like a completely new person compared to who I had been because a few months prior to all this, like, I was a gymnast who could eat anything she wanted with no acne and I don't even know what else. Like, I was just such a different person and so it was really hard for... Oh, I had no anxiety at that time. Like, it was just so hard for me to adjust mentally to, like, the physical ways I was feeling. And, um... Also, at that time, I um, I swear this all goes together, but I basically um, wasn't forced into therapy, but highly recommended to go to therapy to help manage my anxiety and help um, manage just what I was feeling so that potentially my symptoms of IBS could be lessened because IBS is um, stimulated by, like, your gut and your brain are, like, interconnected. And so, like, when you have a high response to stress, it, like, triggers your gut. And so it could either speed things up or slow things down. And so that was, like, the main focus at the time of wanting to go into therapy was to um, have a place to, like, process what I was going through and um, a place to start to feel safe in my body Um, we also wanted to limit the amount of times I would pass out due to, like, pain in my stomach. It was all related. So, I was very, very hesitant of therapy and, like, 
didn't trust that it was going to work, but I had an amazing therapist, and she honestly, she changed my life, and we'll get into that, like, in another episode, but, um, yeah, I had been seeing her for some time, and she was, like, I think it had been, like, six months or a year or so at that point, I don't even know, but, um, she basically was, like, recommended that, um, I talked to my primary, primary care because my anxiety was affecting my day-to-day life at that point. Um, and it was really hard for me to, like, go to school, to stay in classes. Like, I would have to go to the, the front office and just sit there and have juice. And, like, I just wasn't... It was interfering too much with, like, um, being able to live, like my life and do day-to-day things and not in every area of my life but it it was pretty like disruptive I would say so I went to my primary care and um she put me on an SSRI um and I'll again I'll get into all of that whole side of things in future episodes but Essentially, if you don't know, um, actually, I don't know if it's for every SSRI, but I was on this, it's technically an antidepressant that is used for anxiety. It's called Zoloft, and she put me on, like, I believe, like, the lowest dose at the time, and I've slowly, like, went up over time, but Zoloft side effects, um, ironically, can also, they can help manage anxiety, but they can also, um, have side effects on your gut, and one, no one told me that at the time, but two, I was already already so, like, over it at that point, I'm like, okay, I would rather just, like, I don't, I'm sure if they would have told me, I probably wouldn't have cared, like, I would have still taken it, even if I knew it would affect my gut, and looking back, part of me wishes I hadn't, but also, it's hard to say that, because at that time, it wasn't functioning like a human, I was... I was all sorts of anxious and depressed in a really low spot, and, um, yeah, just, I, I think I'll get into that in a future episode, because it's not the, the point of this one, but my gut health, I'm trying to think, I think after, honestly, I started going on Zoloft, um, I still had gut issues, but they definitely minimized. I was learning already to manage my IBS anyway at that point, like, how to live with it, um, because it's really one of those things, like, there's not a cure for IBS. I don't know if I mentioned that, and that is so frustrating. Like, at least that's what they say, and they were saying that at the time. There's no cure for IBS. Like, it's just something you adapt to and, like, have to live with, and, like, the pain never goes away. You just learn how to manage it, and I was like, okay, cool, um, and I, yeah, I was just like, okay, I just need to honestly get through high school at this point, um, and so my diet, living at home with my parents was pretty healthy, um, in general, and there are certain foods that really, like, upset me, but I just, you know, kept going, um, kept with the running stuff, and, um, yeah, I went off Accutane at some point. My skin was clear. And I I looked physically on the outside like there was nothing ever wrong with me. But on the inside, I just knew there were so many things that were off. And I was like, 
not sure is it my hormones is it still my gut like things just felt off and nothing felt consistent um and then I went to college and I thrived honestly um went through a breakup but other than that like gut wise anxiety wise like I was honestly felt like I was on cloud nine I was so happy um and then I think it was yeah it was like 2019 I completely went off Zoloft and um my gut dealing with anxiety like all that felt really manageable and it was just so weird I was like oh my gosh this is over like my pain is over and then 2020 um January happened and then February nothing really had changed in my life I mean I'd gone through a breakup at that point but I was really excited about it so I was like kind of thriving again um and then I had started a new job I guess in January but none of it felt like stressful at all like they were all really exciting things that I could manage and then it was like mid-February and it just hit me like a a lot of anxiety I didn't go to class for like a day or two which like was not like me um and gut issues started popping back up I was like what is going on and it lasted for like two weeks which I was like okay maybe I should just talk to my doctor and see what's going on and then yeah she was like okay let's like get you kind of started on Zoloft again and see if that helps and I was like oh okay whatever and then COVID happened and I like I said in the last episode was thriving during COVID um it gave me a safe place to um I don't know just get back on Zoloft I had very limited anxiety honestly during that time of my life um I felt a lot better like I was doing really well and then yeah, 2020, um, the school year started in August, and I was back at school, and I wasn't, from what I can remember, honestly, I don't, I wasn't really having, I was still aware of, like, my gut issues, but I was not having them, and I was kind of a little reckless with what I ate. I was on a staff with people, and they ate out all the time, and they would eat anything and everything, and I was like, sometimes I was a part of it, but sometimes I was like, no, my gut can't handle that, but for the most part, I felt like I was really free, um, or felt free, at least stomach-wise, to kind of eat anything, um, and I genuinely know I took terrible care of my gut during that time, because I was like, well, I don't feel like I'm in pain, like, I guess I don't have to focus on taking care of this anymore, and that slowly faded, um, 2021 came, and I ended in April with that staff dynamic and then I started grad school in 2021 of August and um my gut wasn't too bad and then I think honestly by the time 2020 started I was like okay like this is just out of control again um and I I started looking into it more especially at the end of like this past year like October of 2022 and I was like looking into the effects of just like what could have kickstarted my IBS um if there is a cure and there's a lot of people out there and they're like there's no cure but there are some people out there and they're like there is a cure it's not obviously like labeled as the cure for IBS but like building up your gut microbiome 
I was reading like all sorts of things about the gut microbiome and all this and I was like uh okay like what is that and basically it's like repopulating your actual um, definition of it it's your gut microbiome is made up of trillions of bacteria fungi and other microbes the gut microbiome plays a very important role in the health of helping control digestion and benefiting immune system and da 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 um and it basically um is repopulating or the goal of having a healthy gut microbiome is to repopulate your gut with that healthy bacteria and that was something that I never did um because I didn't know up until this point like I never did that when I went off of birth controls and oral pills and Accutane like my gut my poor gut lining is probably a wreck and I really think that like it was a combination of a lot of different treatments at once that started this cycle and I'm sure my hormones play a factor into all this too and um but yeah I um watched I maybe I maybe I'm able to link them I'll try to link them if I can um but I watched a lot of different TED talks of people that have been doing research on the gut microbiome and um how to heal more than just IBS like different gut issues um and kind of talking about how like western medicine um doesn't always like address these things and I don't know I just was watching and listening and reading and I was like okay going to my doctor's office never makes me feel this scene like I feel so dismissed of like oh it's IBS hundreds of millions of Americans live with this like just suck it up and I'm like no but I don't want to live in constant pain or like I don't want to have so much pain in my stomach or abdomen that I pass out like that's not normal I want to live life day to day and um yeah so I basically have just been learning more about my gut and my microbiome and what foods are good and um I think a big part of that too is like, yes, my gut can be affected by dairy, but I still need to have um, probiotics and prebiotics that sometimes come from dairy. And so I've slowly incorporated like kefir into my diet and eating fermented foods because those are really good for building up that good bacteria in your gut. And um, I would say at the start of this past year of 2023, like the first couple weeks I was having like gut issues still a little bit but at least the past like week or so I've been able to like notice more of a difference of like adjusting to stuff like kefir and fermented foods and um another thing that I was also reading about was like talking about how our western diet we um typically have a lot of fat or sugar in our foods which makes sense and those are things that can kill the gut bacteria so it makes our it's called our microbiota um less diverse and you want a diverse microbiota like you want those microbes in your biome to be super diverse because that's what's going to allow you to process all sorts of different foods so like for me I have a really hard time processing broccolis or kales which are 
and like vegetables like that that are good for me and I I love the taste of them they're called cruciferous vegetables but um yeah because I haven't like balanced out my microbiota and things like that like it's hard for my body to process those um yeah so I hope all of that makes sense I feel like it's a very confusing topic and if you've never had gut issues before it almost seems like oh it's all in your head I promise you it's not if it was all in my head like I don't know but it's not all in your head um it's very real (laughs) it's very painful um but I am leaning into hope this year that there's ways to fix it And not just fix it, but to truly adjust your lifestyle um, to accommodate it better. And I just have not been educated by, like, doctors or people. Um, I was seeing a a guy for a while to get supplements to help with it. And I'm not truly sure if it helped too much. But supplement route is just so expensive. And I just don't know, like, lifestyle-wise, I'd rather, like put money into foods that I'm eating rather than like supplements and so that's my gut journey this far I definitely want to do kind of like a recap update at some point maybe this year maybe honestly at the end of the year of like if I have been able to balance my gut microbiome and have more diversity in my foods and less stomach aches like I'd love to be able to like claim that um, and share, like, what has worked for me, I can definitely tell you what hasn't worked for me, but, um, yeah, this is also another area where I have been praying over, just, like, well, for a long time, but more recently, just, like, very intentional of, like, asking the Lord to be present in this journey with me, and to, um, give me the resources I need, um, be my comfort, because it is such, like, a painful experience from time to time, um, and, yeah, just really inviting him into this process of, like, struggling with this, um, and also, too, I hope this conversation is encouraging to people that, um, don't often hear people talk about gut issues, because I know that's been a big thing for me, too, of, like, especially when I first found out that I had IBS and anxiety, but, Those were just things that I didn't hear people talk about at all, either on the media, in my real life. Like, I I don't know. I didn't know anyone that was so open about it. And it's been so refreshing the last few years. Like, people have opened up of, like, I have this gut issue. Like, friends I have or, um, I don't know, people online or whatever it is. Like, I hear more about it and I feel a lot less alone. Um, But that also doesn't give a solution like just because other people have it doesn't mean I am like oh well I'll still struggle with it like but it's fine because other people struggle too it's like yes I'm grateful for like the um just the the other people that I know can relate but I also want to continue to find some sort of answers or relief and so I hope that in me sharing this you feel seen or heard or validated or just like okay I'm not crazy like I don't know I when I started hearing people especially like 
educated people with their doctorate doing research on the gut microbiome, when I started hearing them say things I was feeling, I was like, okay, Lord, I know I'm not crazy. Like, thank you for providing these people to say the things that I've been feeling. Um, And their research is, like, newer than when I was in the, like, doctor stuff. So, yeah. I hope I hope you feel seen. I think I say that in every single episode so far, but um I really wanted to feel seen when I was younger, going through all these different things and I know that's a big part of like my story of like why I just even want to share on a podcast now. So um yeah, in my next couple episodes I'll definitely talk about my Accutane experience at some point, my experience with anxiety at some point and so a lot of this will be interconnected so look out for those for sure in order to get the full story um but yeah thanks for listening to today's episode and all that I had to share I hope that you learned something um or have more to google I don't know I am queen of googling symptoms so um yeah, definitely look into, like, anything I talked about and, like, learn for yourself. I think that's a big thing, too. Not just taking anyone's word, but, like, looking things up and, like, verifying for yourself if this is, like, sits with you or whatever. But I'm going to end this here. I think that's all I have to say about my gut for today. But, yeah, I thank you for listening and I hope that you have a pain-free day. Um, go nourish your gut with something good. Bye, guys.